Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Guy, Guy Hi. Montgomery, Tim Bat. I want Timothy, to be specific. Timothy Andrew Bat. You got it. You nailed it. I, I. Do you know why I got it, Tim? Why? Because I get it. I'm like you. I get it. I get down and dirty. You know, I'm on the ground floor, picking up things, looking at things, putting them back down. Like my middle name. Yeah, you pick it up. You look at it, and you go. Mm, I pick it up. I look mm. at it letter by letter. I look at the A. I think it's a strong start. It's a classic of the genre. It's one of my favorite vowels. I look at the N. I think middle of the alphabet, almost just on the other side of the you know on the other side of the tracks. I put the tracks between the M and the N in the alphabet. Yeah, I, I do too. That yeah. makes total sense to me. I and have no idea where they're placed sort of numerically out of the 26, but M and N. I can tell you. I know the, this stuff. 13 and 14. It, it little is. children. Yeah. And isn't it nice to look at some middle children like that and such a big family and think, what a name they've made for themselves. Do you think that the letter N has slightly dark energy? I do. I honestly do. I, I know that some people look at getting into the second half of the alphabet as the downward slope and that they're setting themselves free. But I, to me, it's sort of like there's something slightly sinister about it, I think. Yeah, it's light and shade. There's, there's the yeah. light side, which is the first half, the first 13 letters that we're dealing with. And then as soon as you trip over N, you're like, the vibe has changed here. Yeah, it has. That's interesting, isn't it? You know, we never really talk about this stuff. And then you got your D, which is just like such a light, bouncy letter right up the top. Yeah. R, R is like, um, you know, R was born into darkness, but has never, but within themselves, within their heart, has never been able to embrace it. I would say R is a disappointment to letters like N, who are trying to spearhead this movement in the second half of the alphabet. What's the darkest letter of the whole English alphabet? Like, what one is truly villainous in tone? I think oh, maybe W. Really? I was going to say V. Mm, interesting. Well, you know, you get two Vs, you stick them together, essentially you've and got a W. Some, and for some reason that's a W? <laughs> Fucking crazy. I think in some languages, like mm, maybe not Spanish, I can't remember what, they do call it double V though. Mm. You know, like their version of double yeah, V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in German, they, mm. say, um, they say their Ws as Vs and their Vs as Ws. So... 
a, Wal- a, Volks- a Volkswagen suddenly becomes a Volkswagen. It's fun. <laughs> it's a fun language. They're a fun people. Yeah, they are a fun people. Historically. Famously. And then you've got your E, second vowel. Nice to be working with A. They're old colleagues. And Dude, E's, E is the workhorse of the English language. Every child knows that that is yeah. the backbone of the uh, letter economy. It's the, it's the giant on which the shoulders of the English language stand. And then you close out with the W. An evil little W. So there's, yep. your, there's your middle name, Andrew. And what I do is I walk around, I pick it up, I take a look at it, look at it I put it back down because I'm like you. I get it. Hmm. Um, the, I think the W darkness for me comes uh, from Super Mario because that's, that's Wario. And Wario is like the dark. And he, he rocks the W. Of Mario. He rips the W hard. Hey, by the way, Tim, hmm. I'm holding um, your formal wear hostage. Oh, you are. Yes, guy's got a suit behind him. Um, not mine, not his, but it's hanging up. <laughs> Your, it's an interesting visual. No one will ever see this because we're not recording the video, but I can see it. Guy is shirtless, um, but he's got my suit hanging up behind him. That's right. I'm reminding everyone what we're capable of. Do we? Because I, I don't think the reason why that suit is behind you has been released yet, eh? No, it hasn't. It's a secret. It's a secret. <gasps> Tim, before we say the secret, I've got to let you know. There's been a fly in this room the whole time. It's been yeah. buzzing around, making yeah. a racket, getting yeah. loud. Before we start recording, I cracked a window. I thought it's unlikely, but yeah, this yeah, fly yeah. might just sense freedom. And yeah. I just watched as it gently glided out of the room, setting both itself and myself free of the burden of living with a fly. That's Hi. so good. <laughs> I'm Guy Montgomery. Welcome to my house. I used to live with a fly by me at all times. It was annoying and loud, and I would swat it away. But then I allowed the universe to intervene by introducing a potential opportunity, which was, both metaphorically and literally, me opening a window. That's right. I invented windows. Previously, every room was just four solid walls and a door Mm -hmm. that must remain closed at all time. But thanks to the advent of the window, people and flies no longer have to live together in disharmony. Windows, they'll change your life. But Guy, what if I want to keep the window closed because there are the elements out there such as wind and cold, but I would like some light to come through? What say well, you then? Uh, <laughs> well, you're going to have to learn to live with a fly then. Oh. Nothing else for it. Sorry, mate. Okay. If it's too cold. Honestly, if it's cold, you're probably not going to have a fly problem. Flies love the heat. And ants. Flies and ants, they like it when it's warm. You never hear about ant problems in Antarctica. It's true. Although we probably will in 50 years, the way the bloody climate's going <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How have you been, Guy? We haven't, um, we have, we have, uh, the situation which I alluded to in an episode that came out recently where we played uh, Colt Popshire, our Fantastic appearance on podcast. there recently. Great podcast, shout out. Um, we've we've been hamstrung from recording for a hot. I know. Uh, look, Tim, I've been I've been all right. I've been um, in and out, up and down. I am currently actually isolating in my house because so, yeah. the wonderful Olive yes. is what we would call a household contact of someone who's COVID positive. This is interesting. I was talking to Zoe about this. I I don't even. I can't remember exactly what the rules are. 
but is but obviously you've looked into it. Into this I've, I've looked, looked I've looked into it. When and Olive actually, and before I say this, I'll let everyone know that she's in great fettle. She's healthy. That's so good. She's in good nick. But she tested positive, and we thought, well, right, that means we will also test positive, and yep. yet. Try as we might, we're just built too different. Can't catch the bloody thing. Mm. It's been funny watching uh, international news report on our our COVID coming here now. Because mm. um, listening to a report from NPR, and they were like, Omicron has finally arrived in New Zealand. <laughs> it's like, we've had it for a while. We're just, you know, we're waiting for everyone to get boosted before we left our houses and opened all the windows everywhere. <laughs> I know. And now we have. And I tell you what, looks like it's working. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are getting it, but um, you look at those those bit, the bad stats. The bad yeah. stats they're holding. We're not a we're not a COVID podcast. We apologize for that. Never it's have just, been. It's part of it's part of life here at the moment, and I know in a lot of places you guys have moved on. Yeah. Um. All that to say, in the house, happy to be talking with you. Yeah, uh, buddy. What can I tell you? There's a cat, Figgy's here, having a good sick. sleep on the couch. Fucking sick. Um, made myself a cup of coffee, reading a good book. What are you reading, guy? It's time everywhere. Hold on. Let me hit this thing. Guys, book club. It's time for Guys well, Book Club. This is a book I was given by our friend Joe. And uh, he said he devoured it. He couldn't put it down. It's a lovely sort of, I don't want to say trashy, but maybe pulpy thriller. Oh, nice. It's a book called I Am Pilgrim by an author called Terry Hayes. And it's just like, it's like reading a, I guess, maybe a Mission Impossible style cool. or James Bond style movie. Like it's a just Tom like, Clancy kind of a joint, well, yeah, there's but just classier. This, there's this guy and he's so good at everything and all this stuff keeps going wrong. But luckily the guy's there and he's like, oh, and I knew to do this because of this and I do that and this. And, um, so like a Sherlock Holmesy, like do they take you on the ride? They're like, here's how yeah. I knew how to do this. Here's so, how I knew the guy was guilty because he was limping on his right uh, leg, it's, but it's, I kicked him in his left less leg. sort of whodunity than Sherlock Holmes, but there's like you know you're dealing with a um, a savant. And anyway, look, you know it's um it's it's been great. It's you you open the book and within a page you're totally somewhere else. And cool. sometimes that's all you want. Yeah, what about yeah, you, Tim? Nice. I've seen I've seen some weighty tomes hanging around your house. Oh yeah, but I'm yet to crack into the one that I want to read. I, so you sent me this one, which I've got at arm's reach at all times. Oh yeah, I did. The Devil in the White City, so sweet. Got a bloody courier just dropped it off one day. So nice, out of the blue. Was I've it got, a surprise? It was a total surprise. Oh, I to- love that. How nice is that? Just a gift from nowhere, and it's a book from Guy Montgomery. Um, I've got, this is the one I'm working my way up to at the moment. I need to finish all the books I'm reading so I can read this. That sounds like a title of a book that is literally impossible to finish. It's This is called The Dawn of Everything, uh, written by two Davids, two different Davids, Davids Graber, R.A.P. and, uh, Wingrow. And at the moment, guy, because I'm st- I'm still finishing the Ministry for the Future, because how I treat that book now is I go to bed at about midnight or one a.m. and then I read two pages on my Kindle and fall asleep. Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm at the last it's bit, but it's taking a while. But I started a different book. Oh, this <laughs> in is the actually becoming quite stressful. <laughs> and the other book that I started is called Stolen Focus. Mm. By uh, um, uh, what's that about? Is that about our attention spans? Yeah, it is. Oh, shit, I've forgotten the guy's name, but he's a journalist. Perfect. Literally perfect. 
Honestly, well, there's memory. That's not focus. No, that's no, different. To say that I'm reading a book called Stolen Focus by um, ah, if I forget, Who it's cares? funny. It's perfect. Johan Hari. And it's that qualifies the book existing. He wrote. He wrote. He's written like three books ever. He spends a long time on them. And um, I I read a previous book by him called Chasing the Scream, which is all about I, the war on drugs, which I loved. I, I remember you telling me about that. You read a lot of nonfiction. Book. Yeah, it takes longer, I think. Nonfiction takes longer, well, especially because like I'm a very is, slow reader. This is what you'll find with this Eric Larson book. Is he, he makes nonfiction feel like this, fiction. It's like so If you're following along accurate. at home, folks, to Guy's Book Club, this is the one that Guy couriered over to my house out of the blue, The Devil in the White City. That's right. That's the Eric Larson it's book. It's about a very sinister man who's uh, in Chicago during their, their successful installation of the world fair the famous world fair that we actually heard a lot about when we were on a boat architecture tour the world it's the world sphere the world sphere and and it's possessive it's world possessive apostrophe s it is the fair that belongs to the world not if you ask chicago they say it's theirs anyway that's all by the by as it all is tim we're here to talk friendship we're here to talk to our friends and um well, we're here to talk to each other as well, I guess. And, and I'm here to dig through that. historic emails that have been sent to us uh, like a year ago <laughs> and revisit how everyone was feeling back in September 2021, Honestly, if I may. It's nice. We're in our time machine and we're checking in on people in the past. David writes, hey, y'all. I'm currently sitting in my house with no power in the 90 degree Fahrenheit, of course. What's 90, guy? You used to live stateside. Comfy? 20, it's a bit chilly. It's it's no. I think it's like I think it's 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 okay. I'm gonna check it while you keep reading. After spending my 26th birthday in a hotel, fleeing Hurricane Ida. It, oh, I can't even remember how that was it's pronounced. Hot. Is it Ida? It's, 30, it's 32. And it's oh, that Ida. is hot. Yeah, Ida. Um, and unsure if my house would be there when I got back, I had a window blow in. Shout out to windows. So that's inappropriate. No, and, no. <laughs> It's also totally appropriate. Continue. And had to throw out a wet couch, but all in all, I made it through fine. Let me just, um, I'm on such a big, I've got such a big monitor that if I have like the email too far away, it's actually hard to, to read. Um, uh, I just finished up season three. Thanks for providing some levity in a week of disappointment and uncertainty. It is both much needed and much appreciated kisses to you both and if you read this on a friend zone then hey me in the future whenever i finally catch up the work you both do is much loved and i'm sending my thanks from new orleans a city that refuses to bow down no matter what the earth herself throws at us there is no full stop on the message guy and i love it because to me it sort of suggests that this email it keeps going forever it's an open it's an open book Still being written in every action, every word. Uh, well, everything we do is part of David's email from here on in. Yeah. So thank you for including us in your email and your entire life, David. And I'm yeah. I'm glad to hear that. You know, you're doing all right. Yeah, man. Hurricanes are no. I know. No Hurricane. trifle to be matted with. Oh man, a nice turn of phrase. Um, or deliberate. Misappropriation of a, a spoonerism, phrase, which is spoonerism of an idiom. One of my favorites. I remember learning to spoonerize names and just getting my rocks off walking around spoonerizing everything. I can imagine <laughs> you going to town. What I is put, a spoonerism, guy? For the uninitiated, 
Bim Tat. Uh, what you do is you take the first letter of names are the best example. So Tim Bat, you swap the T and the B. So he goes from Tim to Bim and Bat to Tat. Hi, I'm My Gontgomery, and this is the Spooning Hour. <laughs> my Gontgomery is excellent. Why do you think I fucking loved him so much? Dude, that, that, yeah. My Gontgomery needs to be a, a regular fixture, I think, somewhere. Maybe on the podcast, maybe on the stage. But that is a whole other person that I think you need to tap into. I'd like to meet him. Um, I've got one here, Tim, and this is going to hark back to a, a, a friend zone of about, I'd say, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe longer. Hi, Tim. Hi, Guy. Just listened to the last friend zone and heard the origins of the Fellas of Frost. The phrase... Often licked, never beaten, and Guy's vivid description of what a the worst leader of all time inspired Frosty Boy would look like resonated with me so much that I felt the need to whip this up per your implicit call to action. Please enjoy Whoa. or ignore this piece of art. Dude, this is so freaky. I was looking at the Frosty Boy logo yesterday. I looked it up because I was like, we need to make merch that's tim and guy frosty fellas in the frosty boy style this is crazy yeah well you're gonna i mean this is like this is fantastic so it says please enjoy or ignore this piece of art as you choose your comrade matt now i'm going to show it to you and matt has done an incredible job i think this is uh approx it's like he's he's nailed it based on what i described he's designed the exact thing okay i think we probably would put some refining touches, but I'm yeah. going to show I'm going to show you the image, and also for those of you listening at home, I'm going to post this on Twitter and I'm going to post it on our Instagram. Both of those are on at Twiowat Pod. That's so smart. I was going to put it as the episode art, but let's let's make these fucking people go and see us places. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. But, it's really cool, but it's like I was sort of expecting someone to um, jump into. Like hand draw in the style a new piece of art, but no, no, no. But that, that's that's what I imagine as well. But we never said it clearly, so it's like yeah. they've just literally grafted our photoshops of our faces onto they've one cut, boy's body. They've cut guy in my face and put it on like a two-headed boy onto the Frosty Boy logo. I, and that, in a lot of ways, is even better than I could have imagined. Yeah, I love it. So thank you so much for that. And um, I was looking up the ads. This is how deep I went yesterday. I was like on YouTube looking up old Australian Frosty Boy ads from the 80s because I wanted to be reminded of the jingle. God Frosty Boy, is Frosty it... Boy, something, something, lots of joy. Da, 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 is it Australian? It's just da, 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 another one of those things yeah. which I'm convinced is just for us and then it's, I know. Fucking, it's, it's on like both the fucking, sides of the dish. It's like the Kiwi Burger from McDonald's, man. It's They literally have the exact same burger in Australia and they just call it the Aussie Burger. It is a yeah. fucking outrage. And also what about Kiwi Kids? Are we big kids? Have you been yeah. to Australia and seen that? They don't no. say Kiwi kids, but they do say Aussie kids. Is it the same thing? Uh-huh. And these you know, fucking marketers before the internet came around, God, they were they were really having a I lot know. of fun with us, laughing Absolute. at our expense. Yeah, yeah, they were. Look at and these sa- fucking idiots. Weebix is owned by Sanitarium, who are like are they Seventh Day Adventists or something? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's how they avoid paying any. It's not even a tax cereal company. Income tax. It's a church. <laughs> if you're making cereal to the extent where you are regionalizing your slogan, I'm sorry, you got to pay income tax at that point. <laughs> that, that's got to be a threshold that you've reached. 
You're no longer a church dabbling in breakfast anymore. If you've got marketing men who are like, all right, we're going to need to do two sets of this recording of the jingle in the studio, you got to pay some fucking tax on your profits. Couldn't agree more. I'm with you, Tim. As you got a message for me, guy? Yeah, I'm full of them. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It reads as such. Dear Frosty Fellas, Timbo, and Flash Montgomery. Now, I like to think that because you didn't get a surname and it's Timbo and Flash Montgomery, in this message, we share my surname. (laughs) I've been listening since 2020 and have finally blasted all the way through the back catalogue in the midst of returning to work here in the States. You boys have made the horrifying aspect of returning to the workplace and remaining in the workplace a less harrowing endeavour. Thank you for what you do. Say my named esteemed director... Christopher Nolan. Nah, not really. Just some regular Chris Nolan. <laughs> Chris Nolan, director or none. I want to know what you do for a living. In my head, you work in a phrasing works. I like it. I've got a postscript here, Tim, a.k.a. Yep. P.S. Th- I had throughout listening had tons of things I had thought of saying when I got up to date, but they've all vanished in the completeness of time. Fuck. Also, real P.S. I became a Patreon member. Fuck you, yeah, dude. I'm just going to write back saying thank you for Interstellar. Yep. <laughs> Great. Uh, much appreciated. Please sign that off by Timbo Montgomery as well. Co-signs that message. Uh, the thing is, Chris, if you think of anything else to tell us, just send us another message, mate. It's all good. We are here receiving, reading, enjoying, engaging. The boys, the boys, the boys, 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 boys. Hey, um, how many? What are you? Day three out of ten in the house? Not a lot. Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> uh, I think that is correct. Yeah, day three out of ten. I'm excited to see where this goes. Well, I'm not. I'm actually um, going out of my freaking mind already. Isn't it? Going it's it's interesting because there be times head. where I don't leave my house for a day anyway. But as soon yeah. as the option's taken away from you, you think it would be nice. 
How often does that come up for you that you wouldn't leave the house in a day? Because I do that every now and then as well, and I always feel fucking gross. But actually, I I very rarely have it now because I walk the dog at least. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, yeah. You go for a run or something, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, like I'd say probably one day in every three weeks, I just completely forget to leave. Yeah, <laughs> forget to. Well, oh fuck! You got to go yeah, to bed. Oh god you, damn it! I forgot. Here's the thing: if you spend to go too lo- if you spend too long just in your house, you forget that there's a world out there, and you think, "What am I? Why is it just me? Or you know, me and my loved ones?" Hard out, hard out, dude. That's why we can't buy Oculuses. Oculi. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're just being so too much, gentlemen. I'm a long time listener, second time writer. Congratulations. My- Friendzone debut was way back in episode 30 when my message was accompanied by a, le- a lovely rendition of my name sung by Guy. Um, now, this message was sent, Guy, on the 7th of September, 2021. I remember it fondly. Now, I'm sliding into the friend zone once again. Oh, that's this message, not the previous one. The previous one would have been far before then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your back catalogue of... I don't know if I finished that last sentence. Uh, I'm sliding back into the friends I once again to say thank you. Your back catalogue of voice study at Cats and overlooked episodes kept me laughing throughout an otherwise fairly isolating pandemic. Here's a hypothetical for each of you. You have the budget to self-fund, self-write and self-direct a sitcom starring yourself that you would later bribe a prominent streaming platform to distribute worldwide. Sound familiar? Who would you want as your hapless sidekick and what antics would you be up to? With love from Toronto, Canada, Mallory. Say it. P.S. During Friendzone 124, you mulled over the idea of getting into the audiobook space. As a frequent listener of audiobooks, I support that. Books can be more memorable when they're read by someone with an accent different from my own. Recently, I listened to books narrated by British, Irish, and Nigerian voice actors, all of which were good. The only bad listen was due to a voice actor who, for reasons unknown, chose to use a sing-songy, obviously fake British accent to narrate a non-fiction, somewhat serious book about a Canadian murder case from 1915. Avoid making similar choices and you'll be great. PPS, congratulations on your newborn, Tim, and all the best your growing family. Well, I've got to say, speaking of um, Remy, before I was isolating, I saw that baby, and uh, it's not a newborn anymore. That is a full-blown infant. The yeah, kid's yeah. a freaking giant. It's beautiful. He's a big, eh? <laughs> yeah. And he looks like such a boy. He's real, I, I think, anyway. He's I, very boyish. I, I couldn't agree more. He's like, in his, in his bassinet. The guy who looked like he was bursting at the seams. Oh, totally. He occupies that whole that whole fucking thing now. <laughs> Absolutely gorgeous. I really like the prompt in this. I like the sort of creative exercise. So it's a sitcom. I assume we're playing guy, ourselves. You've made real Rob. How do you do it? <laughs> and who's okay. your who's your uh, what's his fucking Jamie? Who is your Jamie? I think it's me. And I think Rob Schneider is my Jamie. <laughs> I, I think it's about time Rob Schneider felt what it's like when the boot's on the other foot. Oh, no. Yeah. And I'm just. I feel like him. Rob Schneider puts Rob Schneider through the ringer enough, though, that like he doesn't need I know, another person. I know. No. Yeah, he does. But he's still like, he's still putting himself up here and pushing his sidekick down there. And I think it's important for Rob to spend. A season of a sitcom in Jamie's mm. shoes. What mm-hmm. about you, Tim? Um, I want to know what antics you get up to, though. Okay. That was the second part um, of the question. We're mostly shopping for pets. I've got a penchant for high-end, rare, exotic, difficult-to-obtain, difficult-to-maintain pets, 
and Rob is my lackey. He's on yeah. the ground. He's trying to steal things from zoos. He's breaking into pet shops. And um, like I'm always sort of getting away with it with my hands clean, and Rob's yeah. picking up all sorts of battle wounds and scars. And uh, at he the gets end of the episode, by an he like finally, you know, there's a different pet every episode. But the season arc is I'm trying to I'm trying to keep a um, like a Siberian tiger, yeah, in my suburban home in Auckland. Yeah, yeah. and Rob's like, "There's no way this is going to happen," and we keep doing it. And then finally, in the last episode, he gets a Siberian tiger and brings it to my house. And like, so good. I've um I've just finished painting a cat like a Siberian tiger, and he's like, "What?" I worked so hard to get this, and I'm like, "Nah, it's it's too big. Look at it, Rob. It's ridiculous. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stick with the cat." And then Rob's like, "Ah, you know, he's really pissed off." Shit, that's good. That's so good. Can't top that. We're gonna move on. <laughs> you can, you can, you must. <laughs> no, no. Let's get a message from you. <laughs> this is really good. You beat it out a whole episode. It's fantastic. Um. This is just a recommendation. And do you know what I love? Is it's not like you should do a season of this. You should do it. It's just like someone writing in saying, I highly recommend you funny chaotic boys watch Never Back Down. And then there's a photo which my phone says um, couldn't load high resolution image. But uh, <laughs> underneath it, it says, wish me luck, boys, which is like, depending how you interpret it, um, funny or terrifying. Because movie recommendation, unknown photo. Wish me luck. Putting on a helmet to go into the cinema. Yeah. And safety gloves. The film uh, was theatrically released on March 14th, 2008 and received generally negative review. I've never seen that before. People always say mixed. Yeah. Generally negative reviews from critics and grossed 41.5 mil off a budget of 20 mil. So it didn't lose money per se. I feel like one of the stars of that movie, if I'm not mistaken... I remember being a feat. <laughs> of course, I'd say this. A featured player in the OC. Uh, okay, Sean Farris. No, no. Um, I tell you who it was. It on. was. Uh, oh my god! It's this guy Cam. Yeah, Cam uh, Gagandit. Yeah, you got it. And he he played a character called Volchek. Volchok. Really, Kevin Volchok, and I'm just oh, trying no. to remember what. His Have you ever rewatched was. it, guy? You should fucking do an OC podcast. I would actually should, love it. That 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 should happen. That'd be good. I I I yeah. I mean, it's such a cultural sticking point for me that I'm sure I'd I'd get so much out of it. And you love it. I do. I love it. A season cannot go by, go by without me talking about it. Not even a bloody friend zone. <laughs> Hi, I'm Guy. Go ahead, Tim. Mm. Hello, Tim Bat. My name is Renee. I'm a long-time listener and some kind of missionary for Worst Idea. Had a great We Are Your Friends birthday party a couple of years ago. I don't know if you and Guy like folk rock, but I just released a record of that. So I'd share it with you. Since I've enjoyed your guys' content for so long. Hope you like it. Oh. And then there's a Bandcamp link. Bandcamp, recently purchased. By who? Um, Epic Games, I think. Sorry, I'm is, just keeping an ear out because okay. um, Remy's is, waking up. I see. Well, let's let's put a pin in this shortly. Um, is, is that a good or a bad thing, Tim? I use Bandcamp. Uh, 
doesn't feel great. People are pretty worried about it. I'm trying to get this. See if I can listen to this. Oh, it's playing through my speakers. How unexpected. I'm going to have to listen to this separately because it's too hard to do on the thing. And Guy, I'm sending you a link via Facebook so you also can have a listen. And if I remember, I'm I'm going to... Maybe I'll just put it like underneath as a as a bed if that's not disrespectful, Renee. And also, Guy, R-E-N-E, would you say Renee? Yeah, I would. Although, There's no know, accent or anything. Yeah, yeah. Renee, no, there was a guy when I... Do you know what's funny? When I was doing open mics in Toronto all these years ago, there was a, a guy whose name was Renee, spelt like that. And it's like, you know, you collect all these people as friends on Facebook. And then all these years later, like these open mic comedians who don't do comedy anymore and I haven't spoken to since I like met them at five shows because it was such a a defining and vivid period of my life. I have such like visceral, vivid memories and like, the mental association I tie myself to with these people is so much stronger than any reality. And anyway, he was called Renee, spelled it the same as this person. Probably okay, different. So Never talked about folk rock. Okay. Um, now, should I read? I've got another message here. It's quite big. Should we close on one? Or should we just Hey, why wrap don't it up? you um, read it? And I'll, I'm going to actually... I'm going to go pick up Remy. So I'm not going to hear the first bit of this. I'm going to bring him in here, okay? Okay. Can I regret, Can I request Guy or Tim reads this in any character accent of his choosing? Hmm. I'm just going to read it as myself. I'm sorry. I had a long, hard think about it, but that's just what I'm in. That's where I'm at right now. Good morning, Guy and Tim. Long-time listener, fifth-time communique. You guys have personally got me through my battle with depression and my mum's final battle with cancer in April 2020. Fuck, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) When we were struck into lockdown for the first time. Ah, my... The battle... April 2020 was when we were struck in lockdown for the first time. Just want to say, each time I felt inside my head, I put you guys in my ear holes and I was transported and laughs and giggles were plenty. Prior to that, I married my high school sweetheart and heard about you guys from Fletch and Vaughan in 2014. What? Which is like an old, uh, I think back then it was a drive time radio show on a commercial Fle- music Fletch radio and Vaughan and New Zealand radio royalty. It's true. The best year of my life. Christchurch boy, just as you two. It was Grown Ups 2, the first season. I think you were around the EP21 at that stage. I listened to the EP and immediately went back to the start and got my dick deep into your podcast. <laughs> Fast forward into this year, 2022. I've got two kids, two and five. Tim is a baby and guys are stepdad. And we've all grown up. <laughs> Holy shit. Full circle. Love the show. When I've got my shit together this year, I'm going to join the Patreon and hashtag pay the boys. Until then, posh air kisses and hugs from your nervous boy. Say my motherfucking name in unison. And Tim, this person's name is. Oh, wait. Put it in the chat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then give me a countdown, big boy. Have you got it there? Yeah. Three, two, one. Ben Jamin. Jamin. Ben Jamin. Thank you, Ben. I'm sorry to hear of the um you know, the ups and downs and trials and tribulations of 
of life, but I'm glad to be. We could be of some uh, assistance, or as Tim says, be fucking good. Uh, and we you know, to nice, revisit nice my to hear from a, a local, a local bloody yokel, instead of all these high flying, you know, international listeners. Now, there's nothing against the international listeners. I mean, we're grateful for all the correspondence we get, and we love you all very much. <laughs> ben, thank you. What a kind message, and what a fucking journey we've all been on, eh? It's been a big, it's been a big friend zone. I feel like we've covered a lot of ground, and now, Great like, time. Remy's here. Have Remy's you put, joined. Have you ever put Remy on mic? No, and nor should you. I don't. He doesn't have a ton. Uh, I don't think to say for a podcast just yet, just right now. Yeah, well, um, he's he's on cam though. People yeah, can't see yeah. this, but he's just trying to make sense of it. He's looking at the monitor. He's like, "What's going on? It's, what's what's happening here?" It's a beautiful thing. Um, well, it's been it's been a delight. And Tim, at the end of Look, this, I'd like to I'd like to say something. I would want you to, and I've got some things to say too. Some sort of like production notes, maybe. Okay, well, you know, things that are coming up is a better but, way of putting it. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say as well because mm-hmm. the the those of you who are still listening to this friend zone, this deep in the pocket, will know that um, last year Tim and I put on a live show called the Best Worst Host of All Time, in which we competed to be anointed the best host of the worst podcast. Uh, we put ourselves and each other through a rigorous series of challenges and tests, and at the end of the night's competition, I won. I was anointed the best host, and that is a title I will carry with me to my grave. However, there was an event inside of that show that Tim defeated me in, and it was, um, well, I was betrayed, and it came with a pretty hefty you punishment. You lost the game. I lost a game. Due to Tim's betrayal, and the punishment for that game is, uh, and has been hanging over me, heavy. Like a sword of cinema, yeah. Democles. Like a, it's, it's cast a long cloud. Um, is I have owing to Tim, myself, the community at large, uh, a a double screening, a back to back screening of the cinematic masterpiece Sex in the City Two. And as I isolate and as the days advance and the years go by, I feel I owe it to everyone to pay my penance and um, deliver on this sort of long-standing promise. Do you know what's messed up? When you told me, I I, I bit my tongue, but when you told me that you had to isolate for 10 days, it was the first thing that came into my head. Tim, I actually hate that. It makes me (laughs) physically ill. Uh, And so... In New Zealand time, on this Friday, the 11th of March, at 12pm NZT, that's 10am Australian Eastern Standard Time and some other times that I will get for you, I will be live streaming using my (laughs) rudimentary setup on my YouTube channel. I'll post all this information, but I will be doing my homework, I'll be doing my diligence, I'll be doing my duty, and I'll be watching, I'll be spending five hours by myself in the company of your Carries, your Mirandas, your Charlottes. And so help me God and thank you God, your Samanthas and all of the other miscreants that they hoover up along their fucked up journey into the desert. So I'm doing it. That's when it's happening. Sex in the City 2 times 2. That is Sex in the City 4. You (laughs) by Guy. Sex in the City 4 for five hours. Uh, So that is now happening um, and I just thought I should let you know. 
Tune in, everybody. It's going to be really funny. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, because the, the live stream, I guess we'll talk about this after now because we haven't really fleshed this out. But essentially, you're, you're just, it's just going to be you silently watching a screen being sad, right? That people can tune in for and yeah, observe. Yeah, I, I imagine that I'll make some offhanded comments. Um, stuff that I would usually internalize, I guess I'll say out loud just because on the off chance there's someone watching, it would be nice to... I'll see. Like- here, here's a bit of fun. I'll see if I can knock out some time in the calendar so I can sort of like moderate comments or something. Like I'll just be there on the in the comment section, and you won't be privy to any of that because yeah, you'll yeah. be watching That's the movie. Great. Because I'm not responding. I'm just I'm just watching. Like you're not allowed. You're not allowed to see yeah, fun stuff it's, like it's, people it's cheering your, you on. It's your classic no distractions. It's your traditional worst idea model. Oh my god. Honestly, it's there was good. a part of me that was like, this is funny, but talking about it out loud makes it, it real, <laughs> and now I'm full of dread. <laughs> it's going to be great, mate. Um, just want to let everyone know, I am, contrary to um, evidence, I am cutting up the Kill Your episodes. It's just, uh, it's tricky. <laughs> yeah. And I've had to teach myself a completely different uh, video editing program to do it because Adobe is out of my life now. <laughs> Name of your sex tape, um, or you know, of your biography. Yeah, I had nice, to teach nice, myself first. Nice, nice. I can't. I, I came up with the name of my autobiography yesterday. Ah, oh, <laughs> I was trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, I thought of a better name for my for a comedy show, which I guess I'll have to use next year now. High minded. High minded. Yeah, that is good. It's quick. Double entendre. Yeah, except not sexual. Is it still double on time? Look, let's double meaning. Let's stop. Yeah, uh, it's been go. great. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, check out our Frosty Fellas image at Twiwat Pod. Keep corresponding with us. Subscribe to the Patreon if you've not already. And for the love of God, you gotta watch Guy Montgomery oh. Hoover Down Sex in the City Two in a couple of days' time. It's gonna Honestly, be fantastic. I th- as someone who's isolating, the idea of someone. Doing that and me just being able to have it on in the background is great comfort to me. Yeah. But the idea of being the person who's in the background is obviously, uh, it's not. It's not it's what you awful. want. Yeah. Anyhow, thanks so much I for listening. I am starting to feel bad about what I've put you in. but um, Well, thank you. You should. Yeah. The entertainment value out- outweighs any guilt though, so. Yeah, and you are an entertainer first mm-hmm. and a person with humanity second. Correct. And I tip my hat to you for that. Well, it's been a lot of fun. It's great to catch up. And uh, Remy is looking absolutely gorgeous. You've got a beautiful family, Tim. Thanks, buddy. So do you. Goodbye, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.